Welcome to the Alliance Experience Podcast, a real estate podcast talking all things property management with a side of banter. Your hosts are Sam Riley and myself, Kelly Johnson. Welcome back to the Alliance Experience Podcast, episode 23. And today I am joined by two colleagues of mine, both experienced property managers, Robin Nesbitt. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Chloe Pound. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. So Chloe, you've joined us before. I have. So thank you for coming back. You're welcome. Robin, first time on the podcast. First time, always the first. Tell us about yourself. Well, I've been doing property management for about 17 years, originally owned our own property management business, which we sold about 11 years ago, and then had a few years off, went traveling, did a bit of this, did a bit of that, and then came back and have been back working full-time for about the last eight years. And you were at Benchmark, obviously, prior to coming to Harcourt. Yes, we owned Benchmark originally and then sold it to the most recent owner who sold it to you. So you're not a property manager that moves around then? No. I've had two jobs. I've been in two companies all my life. That's it. Would you do what would you do if you didn't do property management? Bunnings? Yes. I love Bunnings. <laughs> would you though? Is that what you think? Honestly, I don't know. I've done this for so long yeah. now that I haven't really given it any thought about what I would do if I wasn't doing this job. So you think you'll do this through your retire? Ten more years and I'm out of here. (laughs) There you go, Sam, if you're listening. That's what you've got left. (laughs) So today I thought I would bring the girls in to talk about the rental market. Obviously, everyone I know wants to know what's going on, but you guys are living in it with me. So, Chloe, tell us what you're currently seeing, dealing with, experiencing in the market. It's very different at the moment. Different areas have different rents, mm-hmm. different amounts of people coming through home opens. Um, it's a real mixed bag. So when you say different amounts of people coming through home opens, you wouldn't say it's as buoyant as it was, say, six months ago where every suburb was having 30 people, sorry? Not as a whole, definitely not. So is it price-based or location-based? Both. So I did a home open in Wembley uh, a couple of weeks ago and we had 100 people registered Mm -hmm. and I think it went down to about 85 before the home open, but then I would say about 45 came through. Um, I got about 23 applications. Wow. Um, But then a few weeks back before that, I had a house in Eglinton that it was leased first home open, but I think it had about four inquiries and Mm -hmm. only two came through the home open. So it's really, it's... You can't really say it's booming and it's not. It's it's really different at the moment, I feel. So was Wembley, what sort of price point was Wembley? Um, that was four twenty five a week. Okay. It was a two by one apartment. So it's closer to the city, mm-hmm. uh, more central. Um whereas obviously the property in Eglinton, I think that was six fifty seven mm-hmm. um further away. And just that higher price point. I've been saying, and I think, Robin, you'll agree with me, I think that anything, anything, anywhere under 500 is still getting massive inquiries. Um, What are you seeing with your properties at the moment? As you say, I've got some more of the higher price properties and some of them have taken that much longer to rent because Mm -hmm. they've been up 800 plus a week. But the... An example, I've got a home open this week at one in Beachborough and I've got about 85 people registered and that's on at 500 a week. So you would agree then with that 500 comment? Definitely, definitely. Uh, 600 and under, I think, no problem. Yep. But yeah, 
anything sort of above that is taking a lot longer. And how are you girls finding applications? Because I know when I sort of hear you guys chit-chat in the office, everyone has comments and, you know, they're getting heaps of good ones or heaps of bad ones. What are you getting on properties? Good applications or, like you've said, a mix? Look, it is a mix, but a lot of them, yeah, aren't that great. Mm, Do you think we're at like the dregs end of what's out there? It's people that... It's, it's hard to say, but, yeah, a lot of those applications, you can see their line on it. And, I, I mean, I get it, people are getting desperate. Yeah. And they're going to do what they can to get a property, which is where we have to be very diligent. proactive and yeah. diligent in going through these applications to work out which ones are, telling are the real ones and which ones are just putting down anything because they've been evicted or, or you know, been living rough for the last few months or something. And would you agree, Colin? Mm, Definitely. I found with my apartment that I had in Wembley, the applications weren't filled out properly. So it was for a family or, say, mum, dad, kids or a couple. There'd only be one applicant filling out the application and then limited ID. So, yeah, getting really slack with the applications, I think, not the right amount of information that we need. Obviously, we like both applicants that are living in the property to fill it out and provide, yeah, be on the lease. And it's just, I just had, I would say probably about 10 of them were like that, mm. which is frustrating when you're going through it all. So it takes time to like filter through them and yep. look into them and it gets a little frustrating as you're going through and you're finding the same things. So that's obviously what you guys are dealing with for vacant properties at the moment. What about, let's talk about lease renewals. So obviously we, like the people listening, will know tenants live at a house and you offer a lease renewal. Are owners still asking for massive rent increases? What's happening that? Some are. Um, some owners are being a little bit unreasonable. Do you think? And we've just got to um, educate them mm-hmm. that sometimes it's better to keep a long-term good tenant than put the rent up $100 a week, have them move out, go through all the releasing. Potentially, you don't know. Well, I mean, we do our due diligence on the tenants going in, but at the end of the day, you don't know what sort of tenant you're going to get. So it's a case of, yes, yeah, speaking to the landlords and letting them know if the tenants want to stay on, it's worth keeping them. What do you think, and we've asked this question before, Sam and I, what do you think is an unreasonable lease renewal rent increase amount? So we've always done, we've capped it to 10%. Which I think is ridiculous. Just so you know. Um, I think any sort of increase like that is ridiculous. But you're talking about a a rent increase within the lease. Yes. Sorry. I've just been doing my rent reviews this morning. So I've got that (laughs) 10% on on her brain. brain. (laughs) So for a lease renewal, you're not capped at anything. So you But what do you think is unreasonable? Like you guys as property managers both been in the industry for years. What do you think is unreasonable? Well, I rent at the moment. So if I was to get a lease renewal with a $50 a week increase, I'd probably have kittens to be honest because that is that's a large massive. amount um it's hard because if the property has been underpriced for so long and it does warrant an increase obviously the market will change at some stage and you want owners to get what they can whilst they can mm. um I would say anywhere probably 50 we've seen some up to like 80 dollars yeah, a week to, even to 100. 100 yeah yeah see I have always believed this is just me personally I would never increase the rent more than $20 a week. 
mm. like $20, $25. I think that's doable for the average person. I know obviously COVID's been here and this is why I don't manage property anymore, people. Like I'm not a property manager. <laughs> so I would, I think for me, anything over $25 is too much. Mm. Like that's just my opinion. Oh, definitely. Are tenants vacating and or is tenants staying on? No, the majority of tenants are staying in the property yep. because they know how hard it is to go and get another property. Mm-hmm. Um, the tenants that are moving are usually they've just bought a house or have just built a house, yeah, moving in with friends, etc. But the majority of them are staying put if they've got nowhere else to go. Okay. We're not really finding that they're going to other agents. They're not going to other no. rentals. No. You don't have that luxury. No. no. Yeah. Not right now. So then how are the tenants and owners currently when you're dealing with maintenance because I know like everyone you talk to is conscious about money and the economy and everything's gone up cost of living's gone up when standard maintenance is happening are you finding that people are wanting like three quotes back like they used to because they're so conscious of money and are tenants on the other hand are tenants like impatient before waiting to get stuff done because they're also stressed no most, most of the tenants are okay but three quotes these days is just it's unheard of because the majority of tradesmen will quote will um, charge to go out and quote yep. because they're just so busy. They haven't got the time to just go out and do quotes Willy-nilly. against three or four other people knowing that there's a good chance they're not going to get the job. So we've just got to train the owners and educate them that, you know, trust us, we've got good contractors and if we think we should just send one out and get it done to do it. I mean, bigger jobs certainly get a couple of quotes yep. but um, if it's just – you know, your basic plumbing, your basic electrical, then you've just got to go ahead and do it because they're going to quote if they go out, they're going to charge if they have to go out and quote. How do you find your owners, Chloe? Yeah, I've had a few owners recently that have wanted multiple quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Robin said, obviously it's so hard to get contractors out at the moment to quote or they're charging to quote. So that is difficult. I've called a few contractors and explained what we're having done and can you give me a rough price over the phone. Um, Actually, I sent a heap of work orders probably Friday last week and I would say I have about 80% of the quotes in, which is pretty quick. That's really quick. I've got a lockbox on the house. That helps. So it's vacant and you can just go whenever. Yeah. Yeah, you still get some owners that do want you three quotes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the other hand, obviously tenants are upset that you've got all these trades coming through wanting to quote. Yeah. Had that last week as well. Yeah. So you just got to be able to manage it all and handle it right. (laughs) But do you feel like as a general rule, because obviously the market is so different to I know like what I've seen in 15 years, do you feel like people are harder to deal with or do you find like how are you sort of coping with people at the moment in general? Majority of tenants, I have no issues with. I, you know, they're they're all fairly. Um, they they realise what's going on. They realise what's going on for the owners and that sort of thing as well. And if the maintenance is urgent, then obviously they want it done straight away. But yeah, the majority of them are they're okay to deal with. That's good. Yeah. And what about you, Clive? Yeah, they're good. I feel like a lot of my tenants at the moment are like, oh, don't stress. Like we're not too fussed about mm. it because I think at the back of their heads they're, they're thinking, happy to oh, wait. well, that as well. But, oh, well, if I report this, that and the other, is my rent going to go up to cover the costs? Yeah, and they don't yeah. want to be a burden and yeah. potentially get – I mean, you've got to report your maintenance. It's of the course. right thing to do. Yep. But I think that is on the back of their heads. They worry. Their minds. Yeah, definitely. 
So then let's also talk about inspections. So just as a general, because we're talking current market, so I'm finding it really interesting for how everyone is currently. Are you finding that tenants are doing like what they always did for inspection? Have you seen any change with tenants for routines? Are they still cleaning as good? Are people more painful on times where they need to come and do it? Or what about any of that stuff? Biggest thing I've found is the amount of people that use COVID as a excuse oh. to put off their inspections. Okay. Yeah. So, so a lot of people will ring up and say, oh, my son's got COVID this week. Can we put it off for another week or two? So you're still getting We're that. We're still getting that as still a, an excuse that a lot of them use. But the majority of them, no, nothing's changed in the way of inspections. The houses are still presented the same. Do you just ask? the odd ones that you know they're, they're going to put bit. it off. So they use that for the excuse. Do you ask for proof? No. Interesting. I think I would. I think I'd be how like, do you, how do you prove it? Well, you just are, like just a positive rat test. You know what I mean? Just send me a photo of a positive rat test. You probably could. Let me know if do that and let me know what the tenant says because it'd be interesting to see if they go, oh no, he's negative now, and then they could redo it. I'd find you that could ask, but I mean, anyone can get a positive rat test. And- but can you? I feel like nobody has COVID anymore. Mm. Oh, we're not testing for it. Yeah, not that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. So they just use it as the excuse. But Jane was saying recently that she had a tenant. She had to inspect this house before she went away, and it was about the third or fourth time that she'd cancelled. Yes, giving all the excuses. And I remember her saying COVID was one of the last ones because obviously she was going away. She didn't want to risk getting COVID. Mm. Um, but yeah, tenants. They yeah, they know some of them will try anything. Yeah. So then what about final bonds? Because I know every tenant, well, 90% of the tenants think that they leave the house in an excellent condition. Better than it was when they moved it. And cleaner when it was, you know. Um, Are you finding final bonds are getting more difficult with the current economy or are you guys just cruising along? Uh, I'm finding it very much similar to what it has been over the last, yeah, 10 years. It's a lot more tenants seem to engage cleaners these days. Which I think is clever. To. Yeah, which makes a big help because if it's a cleaner that we've recommended, then we can arrange the cleaner to go back if anything was missed. Mm-hmm. And I find, yeah, I think tenants these days are more, let's just get the cleaner and get it done, move on to our new house. I just don't know why anyone wouldn't get a cleaner. Like I'm moving in two weeks and there is no way I would be cleaning my house. No way. After you've moved, you've unpacked your new house, you're really going to go back to your old house and clean? Who wants to do that? I did do, that last year. Did yeah. you? I did. Did you I pass? six months pregnant. What? Are you crazy? <laughs> you went back know a why. few times though, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. My real estate was lovely. And, yeah. So why didn't you engage a cleaner? Money? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I was going off, obviously, on mat leave soon. And because I, like, I, like, I don't – well, I do like to clean, but I know I can clean – just well, as good sometimes, so I'd rather not the hassle. But, yeah, probably money. See, I'm surprised that a lot of people do have cleaners at the moment because of how things are so expensive. But I think it, that, like, if you're thinking of getting a cleaner, then you think that you're going to get your bond back more guaranteed mm. than not. Like, I just wouldn't ever mm. move again and not engage a cleaner. Mm. Would you now? Um. Yes and no. My God, the fact you're saying no blows my mind. I don't mind cleaning. Oh. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a bit strange. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so let's talk about predictions for the market because I always feel like this is fun. We are in August the 7th, just to be exact. And where do you think like the next five months of the year, which is counting down, do you think it's going to get busier? Do you think like the more rentals are going to come to market? What do you guys think is going to happen to the rental market moving forward? I I always thought that obviously you've got all these people either 
buying or building houses. A lot of the houses are going to be ready. So a lot of people will be ready to move into their own homes. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I think it depends a lot on interest rates as well. Yeah. Because if interest rates go up again, there's going to be a lot more owners selling. Mm -hmm. But where it's going to put more pressure on those that are looking for properties. Yeah. Because we had Claire Bartlett in just before and, you know, she said she would have people that could sell if they had somewhere to go. If these people can't afford their homes and they need a rental, that's just going to push the rental market up. So it's really quite concerning for the rental market, I reckon. Mm. Well, I know even in my shoes, we'd love to sell and downsize. I mean, we're in a, a two-storied house with two people, half yeah. the rooms we don't even walk into. And we would love to sell now and downsize, but we're like, where do we go? Mm. Do we, can we get a rental? Can we find a house to buy? Because the sales market's just as bad. So yeah. we're staying put for now. So that's really interesting, isn't it? And that's it's funny because obviously you're talking as a seller and that's exactly what Claire said, that she's dealing with a lot of clients that are saying that. They'd mm. love to downsize but there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah, yep. It will be interesting to see what happens. Like I know obviously like we have over 1,300 properties under management here and I feel like in general there's less tenants aren't complaining or making such a fuss these days because the market is so hard. Mm. Are you guys would mm. agree? Yeah, definitely. definitely. And yeah. say, and they're they staying longer. Yeah, which is great because then also owners are saving on fees for reletting. Mm. Well, look, thank you both for coming on the podcast today. It was just a short chat about the market. Hopefully you will be back. I'm looking- I'd love to come back. Oh, they'll hold you to it. <laughs> we really will. But no, honestly, thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Robin, for coming on today. My thank pleasure. You. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode on the Alliance Experience. Don't forget to follow us on Insta, alliance.leasing.